0: You are now listening to The People of Digital Marketing with your host, me, Kenny Soto. This podcast is your source for marketing strategies, tactics, and most importantly, career advice from the best digital marketers in the world. From B2B to B2C, startups to Fortune 500 companies, and everything in between, I interview experts in marketing so that we can grow to become better marketers together. If you're a marketer who wants a leg up in this space well guess what you're in the right place thanks for tuning in
1: they're not giving value they're just trying to they're just trying to take they're just trying to you know do whatever they can do to get a client but that's not the right mindset to go into it right the biggest mistake i hear i always ask people I'm like you have so much knowledge in your brain like Why are you not sharing that? They're like, oh, well, like, that's for the buyers. You know, when they buy them, like, no, no, no. It doesn't work like that. You have to give it all away. You have to give every piece of, like, knowledge you can away. And I'm telling you, that is how you attract more clients. So, really, like, the biggest mistake is, yeah, we could talk about systems, processes, having a funnel, all that kind of stuff. And it's true. That stuff's very important. But on a high level, on a real, what does it really boil down to? It's like, you just got to give before you can receive.
0: You just heard a clip from our latest guest, Saram Asadi. Who is Saram? Saram is a recognized LinkedIn expert and consultant who has helped thousands of people master LinkedIn in the field of client acquisition. Today, multiple people have credited Saram with helping them to get their businesses up to six and seven figure levels. Today, Saram has coaching programs specifically focused on client acquisition. From LinkedIn as a channel. For all things LinkedIn and getting clients, Sarum is the guy to go. And if you haven't realized it already, that is what we talk about today. LinkedIn marketing, how to grow your personal brand, and how to generate sales and grow your pipeline for whatever business you might have using LinkedIn as an acquisition channel. So if you're interested in any of these things, or if you just like listening about marketing, well then, You're in the right episode of the podcast, and without further ado, let's tune into our conversation. Hi, Saran. How are you? Hey, Kenny. I'm doing
1: great, man. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be on this podcast.
0: Yeah, so I'm excited to have you on as well. You're calling in from Columbia, and from what I know about you, you have a very interesting career, and I want to start off by talking about that career before we dive into your area of expertise, because I know there's a lot to talk about there. So let's
1: first get into how did you get into digital marketing in the first place? That's a great question. Um, so I originally got into digital marketing in my in university and I was doing a master's program. I was doing a master's in business with a focus in entrepreneurship. And instead of doing a thesis, what we had to do is we had to create a business and the business had to generate almost at least just one dollar right. Show that you had some, and you couldn't do eBay or anything like that. So I started just thinking of ideas and like, I was going like, I went, I tried and failed so many things. Then I realized, I was like, Oh, I, I realized that, you know, blogs could be something cool. So I, you know, those ads on the sides of blogs. So I looked at those and I was like, Oh, well on average, they'll pay you like a dollar for every thousand views. So I was like, okay, well I can definitely get a thousand views on an article. If I, you know, push it enough and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, cool. So I originally started this blog, and obviously graduated got a thousand views and then long story short, I ended up growing that blog to a million readers in six months. So I just stuck with it after I graduated and that was like my first entry point into the world of digital marketing. What was the name of the blog? It's still going. It's influencedigest.com. We're still running it actually.'m I'm, I'm, I'm more of a backseat operator now. I'm not doing much I'm still you know I'm focusing more on the whole LinkedIn thing, but uh, yeah, the blog we're still pumping out content. it's still it's still fully, fully alive and functional.
0: So before we even get into LinkedIn, I think this is a great segue. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I've talked to guests on my podcast about blogs and blogs certainly still work, but I feel like Mm -hmm. how to grow one definitely has changed. Mm -hmm. If you had to grow a blog
1: from zero Mm -hmm. today, how would you go about doing that? That is a great question. If you want to grow a blog from zero, you need to, it's a great question. So honestly, I would say just Find a topic that you're actually passionate about and can stick with. But then also you would you need to monetize it in a certain way. And what I mean by that is, look, a blog is just a blog, right? At the end of the day, it's not going to do anything for you unless you have some form of direction towards it. So one of the mistakes I made early on is that I just started creating articles about anything and everything. But when I started getting my focus in, which I when I started narrowing down, okay, this blog is going to be about fitness and productivity, which is kind of the two angles that I took it and I started creating, you know, posts based on what other people wanted. I can't tell you how quickly the results came. And when I talk about results, I'm talking about like brands reaching out to me saying, Hey, can we feature on your blog We're, you know, we're cutting deals, everything like that. So the fastest way to, to answer your question more succinctly, the fastest way to grow with a, with a blog and get the best results is learn SEO, master it, because you can pump articles out all day, every day and not get any results. So you have to learn SEO and you don't need to like invest in any like expensive programs. You can go on like udemy.com and buy it, like buy a course on SEO and just start. That's what I did at the very beginning. So learn SEO, pick one topic that you actually like and just tie your skills of what you're talking about to the to SEO. And I'm telling you, you will get a lot of viewers and it'll happen quicker than you think.
0: Okay. When it comes to LinkedIn, why did you choose that channel among all the
1: other ones to become an expert in that field? Honestly, by accident. So I uh, love, love to give you the, the story. So while after I was running this blog for a while, um, and word got out that like, oh, this guy he grew a blog to like a million readers in six months, everyone thought I was like this, like, cool wizard, but even on the back end, I wasn't making much money. Um, so what happened was, uh, I started getting hired by universities across Canada to start giving lectures on digital marketing and SEO. And that was awesome. And what happened was well, after one of my lectures, I got a call from someone and he said, Hey, look, I'm a professor and I'm also a consultant on the side. And I hear you're the digital marketing guy. I was like, sure. How can I help you? And he said, look, I'm trying to get more clients from my business. Uh, you think you can help me out? And at the time, this was like way back in 2016, I was like, uh, Maybe, but I don't, I don't think SEO is going to help you. He's like, no, no, no. I want to get clients. Like, what do you think? I was like, well, try LinkedIn. He said, well, do you know anything about LinkedIn? And I was like, no, honestly, I don't. And he's like, okay, you know what? I'll take a chance on you. He's like, I'm going to transfer you some money right now, just so you know, we are in business together. So he transferred me some money, a couple of grand, which was fantastic. And uh, he's like, let's get started. He's like, look, if this thing whole, if this whole thing fails, all good man I, I i took the risk this was just on me so i was like okay cool so i built out this whole marketing system for him on linkedin i was like okay just you know with my knowledge of marketing at the time i was like let me just try this so i put it out and i was like okay so i handed it to him and i said hey man here is your marketing system let's hope this works a few weeks later he calls me and he's like whatever you did it worked i just closed the fifty thousand dollar deal and i was like i was more surprised than him i was like what it worked he was like yeah man it worked so i was like oh okay and then he started referring me to other people he's like oh i have this linkedin wizard guy and i was like oh dude like you were my first ever client with linkedin but thanks for taking the chance on me and he started referring me to more and more and more people and that's kind of how i grew my marketing agency and i ran an agency for almost four years before i transitioned into the coaching programs
0: that we're doing now before we get into the exact best practices for growing on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. I want to take a step back. And this is vague for a reason, because I know that you, you see it every day. Right. What are the mistakes that, are people, that people are making right now when it comes
1: to promoting themselves on LinkedIn? They're not giving value. They're just, trying to, they're just trying to take. They're just trying to you know do whatever they can do to get a client. But that's not the right mindset to go into it. Right, the biggest mistake I hear, I always ask people, I'm like, you have so much knowledge in your brain. Like, why are you not sharing that? They're like, oh, well, like, that's for the buyers. You know, when they buy I'm like, no, no, no. It doesn't work like that. You have to give it all away. You have to give every piece of like knowledge you can away. And I'm telling you, that is how you attract more clients. So really like the biggest mistake is, yeah, we could talk about systems, processes, having a funnel, all that kind of stuff. And it's true, that stuff's very important. But on a high level, on a real, what does it really boil down to? It's like you just gotta give before you can receive. Are there any other mistakes that you think are notable? Yeah, treating LinkedIn like it's like like it's Facebook or Instagram. Each of these platforms are different, and they need to be treated differently. So, for example, I'll see a lot of people just repost their TikTok, you know, post their TikTok videos on LinkedIn, and nobody engages with them. Or I've noticed that the audiences are way less. It's like, well, it's very obvious because. People consume content differently on every platform. So you have to create content specific for each platform. So that is one of the biggest mistakes that I also see people make.
0: This is a trick question because it depends, but I want to get your opinion. What's the best content format for LinkedIn? Video, image, copy? Eh,
1: That is a bit of a trick question, but I would say you shouldn't just do one all the time. You should have a blend and a decent blend to, m- to me would be 70% copy written, 30% video. And if you can have that nice blend, you'll you'll be able to get way better results. If you're just doing video or you're just doing copy, like it's not bad, but it's just like it, it, to answer your question, what will get you better results? It would be a blend
0: of those two. And when it comes to your LinkedIn profile, what are mm-hmm. some of the most important things that someone should consider when they're building and or optimizing
1: their profile? Great question your LinkedIn profile needs to be, you need to treat it like a landing page. What does a landing page do? A landing page is a direction point to take you from somewhere. So if your LinkedIn profile is just like, A description of who you are and how awesome you are and your background and the school you went to and all that. That's not good. What it needs to be is, you know, people are looking at your profile thinking, how can you help me? What's in it for me? So direct them somewhere. So that could be like, hey, I have a free ebook. I have a free training. I have something for you to just check out. It's like when you go to an ice cream parlor, right? What do they, you know, what do they do to bring you in? They give you a little taste of the ice cream, a little sample for free, test it out, try it out. So you should have that same. You should think of your LinkedIn profile like a storefront too right people give something to people give them something for free give them something so that they can essentially try it try it out and if they like it then they can move forward so again to answer your question bring it back more succinctly have something to give when people come on otherwise they'll just bounce to the next profile
0: my next question comes from one of my favorite posts that you shared on linkedin recently what are the three principles of getting clients on
1: linkedin Oh, this is this is my favorite thing to talk about. Uh, There are three key principles to getting clients online, and they are traffic, content and relationships, all marketing from the history of time. I'm talking about from ancient Babylonian times breaks down to these three things right now. What they are is traffic basically means that you need to be bringing new buyers into your network on a daily basis right? It, you need to find these. Think about every single business that exists on this earth. You need to find the buyers. That's the traffic. Whether you're a coffee shop in the middle of downtown Manhattan, you need that foot traffic. Whether you are an online e-commerce store, you need the traffic. Whether you're an online cor- a coach, whatever, you need the traffic. That's number one. You need to grab those buyers and make sure that they are seeing you on a daily basis. Number two is content. Content is, the purpose of content is to build trust and authority right get these people to understand that hey you are someone who knows what they're talking about you are someone who could help solve their problems whether that problem be to make more money or you know suffice their caffeine desire at that moment literally whatever that's what content is and number three is relationships you need to be able to engage with those people that show interest in your services so those are I call those three pillars of of online marketing and just marketing in general and if you can just build a marketing system off those three specific pillars you will always always be in business
0: now let's let's tie back to content for a second because mm-hmm. as you mentioned giving away the stuff that you know for free definitely helps so mm-hmm. when it comes to approaching content regardless of the format what are some pieces of advice you would give to someone who's trying
1: to create a content strategy for linkedin this year That's a great question. I would say to to have a funnel, right? And that is something that's really, really important is it's similar to what I was just saying with the landing page, your content. If you're just creating awesome content, given all the free value, like we just talked about, that's cool, but you're just creating awareness, right? It's kind of like those, Coca-Cola signs you see, right? Sure, but Coca-Cola is a billion dollar brand and the whole world knows Coca-Cola. So they can just create ads for awareness, but you you and I can't right now, right? We don't have brands as big as Coca-Cola. So you need to be able to direct them somewhere, direct them, right? So whether that, again, be a free training video, ebook, even a free one-on-one consultation, or just this opportunity for them to message you, give them some form of direction, right? When someone reads your content, give them the next step every way, every step of the way you should be leading them. Like, Hey, here's my content. Oh, you want to learn more? Here's a free ebook. Oh, Hey, here. You want to learn more? Schedule a call with me. Oh, Hey, you want to learn more? Here's my services. Oh, you want to learn more? Let's buy them. Right. So every step of the way you're leading someone somewhere. And that is what you need for a good content strategy. This is for the listener, but also
0: for anyone else who might be planning to start their own business and they want to know like What's the business case for LinkedIn? What is the earning potential for
1: business owners to get clients on LinkedIn? That is a good question. So the earning potential, I will always like to say unlimited, but it really, really is unlimited. Like I can't explain to you how much of a blue ocean open field LinkedIn is. And I always preach this, that look, the whole world is fighting for crumbs on Instagram right now, right? It's one of the most fiercely competitive online spaces to get clients or, you know, make sales for your business. And on LinkedIn, there are more buyers than sellers. I, 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 I don't know what the stat is right now, but I remember a year ago, the stat was there was 550 million users on LinkedIn and only 3 million posts of content going up per day. Think about that. they like, That is insane. It might be different now a little more, but I don't think it's caught up that much, right? Like, whereas on Instagram, it's just like that ratio is way more skewed in the the favor of like the other side, right? So just logically thinking about the fact that there are way more users just scrolling and looking than there are content producers. It is a blue ocean for you to take over. And I'm talking about pretty much anything that's slightly high ticket you can sell. Now, with that being said, There are some caveats. If you're selling just a book or you're selling a low ticket item, like, you know, an e-commerce, like something, I actually wouldn't advise LinkedIn. LinkedIn is more for the higher spending consumers. So if you have a product over $500, oh yeah, you can dominate LinkedIn.
0: How do you keep your clients? And I know that we've been talking about acquisition, but I haven't asked any of my previous guests about customer retention. So let's Mm -hmm. say you get your client off, uh, you get
1: your client, excuse me, on
0: LinkedIn How do you sustain that customer relationship?
1: Yeah, great question. So simple answer here is results. Just get them the results that that you promised them, right? There's so, I honestly think that it's so, you know, people, I'm, maybe I bite my tongue for this down the road, but I think it's so easy to do business sometimes because all you really need to do is just get the clients the results you promised them, right? When people sign on with you, they have expectations. Now, yeah if you just if you're just in it for the money sure make your sale and walk away and you know your business will collapse on its own but if you can just deliver your clients the results they want and have ongoing support they will stay with you they will refer you and like the one of the easiest ways to tell if your business is in the right direction or not is how many referrals are you actually getting from your clients right and i'm I, to me i I can't tell you how much like I appreciate every time a client gives me a referral because not only is that a sale, sure, but what's more important to me is you trusted me enough to, to, to and you were happy enough with the results that you got from me that you were referring me to someone else. And that to me is like, you know, I can't, like, I just, all my gratitude is there. So again, to bring it back, to answer your question, is just get your client's results. And if you can't get your clients the results that, you know, you promised them from the beginning, don't 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 be so hard on yourself. Just continue offering your service, but go and focus on improving your product. Because a good product, a good service, will always win in the end.
0: Let's take the, another scenario. When do you know it's the right time to end a relationship with a client?
1: Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I I would say when what things start to get between the outside the lines of, of being professional, right? Now there's two ways to end a relationship with a client. One is if you fundamentally don't believe you can get this person results and you thought they would better to end it, right. Better to move on, like work out an agreement, whatever that might be, get, make sure both parties are happy and end it. But let's say that they are, it's, it's, it's not, it's affecting you negatively. And, you know, I call these vampire clients or well, the ones that suck your energy out, right. That just make you like not appreciate your work anymore, or not be excited for work. And, I'm telling you, if you see those people run, run for the hills, right? So I would say that if you, the better you get at it, the more you'll be able to actually avoid it, right? The more you'll be able to actually, like when I first started, I, I'm not going to say names, but yeah, I took on a few vampire clients and it was tough. It was tough. And it took a lot of courage because, you know, the, the, you know it, there, it becomes almost a psychological mind game where, you know, these people are paying you money, but they're taking advantage of you and stuff like that. So you got to be very careful, but one, and I think maybe everybody, every entrepreneur might need a vampire client or two in their life, because it'll, it'll, it'll teach you a lot about how to handle clients, how to be professional. But now i am where I'm at now, if, if that happens to me, I'm very quick to end the relationship. To me, it's not about the money. It's about, you know, building a business, building it, making an impact. And if I can't make an impact in your life, whether that be due to my performance or whether that be due to, you know, our incompatibility, finish it. Always. Just take the high road. Always.
0: sarim so, where do you go to learn more about digital marketing? Me personally.
1: Yeah. Well, I invest in a lot of coaches. I really, really do. Like I think learning from people is One of the most important things. And I really live by the quote always that every man is your superior, right? And what that means is that you can learn something from everyone, right? I, you know, people always say, oh, only learn from people who are ahead of you. Sure, that's fair. I I respect that. But you can learn someone from literally anyone. You can learn something from someone who's just sitting on the street. They know a lot about life, you know, that you might not know. So I, I really recommend to just keep an open mind. And one tactic that I do, very practical tactic that I do that really has helped me in law and digital marketing is I have uh, an online conversation with myself. Like I, I just have like a WhatsApp chat with myself and whenever somebody says something, an idea hits me, I learn something, I just write it down. I write it down or I just voice note it to myself and then I come back and I learn and I learn. So that's one thing I do. And then again, coaches and books. I, I sometimes don't have times to sit down and read a book all the time. So thank God for audible. <laughs> this is not a sponsored post by any means, but really, really audible has been awesome. Just read books, listen to what people recommend, you know, um, I mean, Daniel, who we both know has recommended me a few books and like, they've just been pretty breakthrough for me. So I would definitely say get a coach, someone who can keep you accountable read books and always have an open mind and believe that every man including women (laughs) is your superior
0: you might be i think like the 12th guest on the show that's also mentioned getting a coach or getting a mentor is like a secret Mm -hmm. hack and it's not that difficult you just have to reach out to people see who's available um have some kind of way to like absolutely have like a a reciprocal relationship with them. Mm -hmm. Can't just be given it can't just be take, take, take. You have to give something in return. But there's definitely
1: a lot of marketers out there who would love to mentor anyone who was trying to learn. For sure. Absolutely. Like for me, it was um one of my best friends at the time. He uh he was just so much smarter than me. He knew so much about digital marketing. And I like I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. Like truly like he he took my hand, taught me how to close sales calls taught me how to create content taught me how to like make like basically run an online business and for me to have figured that out all all on my own oof I don't know I like I don't know I I really don't know where I would be like maybe an extra 25 years behind seriously so having a mentor can like it's it's beyond a hack it's it's I would say it's necessary it's, yeah. it's like, you wouldn't go to school. You like, think about our lives, right? Like learning English, learning, you know, math, everything. Like you wouldn't just sit at home and be like, all right, I'm going to figure out my multiplication tables on my own year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I got into digital marketing because of my mentor. So, Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely attest to that. So Arum, yeah. my last question for you is hypothetical because time yep. machines don't exist, but if they did and you can yep. go back in time, knowing everything, you know, today yep. about 10 years into the past, how would you accelerate the speed of your career?
1: Or I accelerated the speed of my career. Three words, post more content. Really, I want to give you something practical, not just saying, you know, go hard, keep working, stay consistent, all that stuff is true. But if you just started today and posted content every single day and never stopped, your wildest dreams would come true.
0: That's a beautiful note to end on. sorry if anyone wanted to say hello to you online, where could they find you?
1: Uh, just go to my LinkedIn profile. You can always send me a, a message, add me as a connection, and just say, "Hey, I was I heard your podcast with Kenny. It was awesome." Again, it's just go to my link. Go to LinkedIn. Type in Sarem Sadi S A A R I M. Last name, Asadi, A-S-A-D-Y. You'll find me. It's a big, uh, you know, I have a big smile and a blue background behind me and you'll find me, but that's how they can get in touch with me.
0: Perfect. And we'll put your URL to the profile in the show notes. And again, thank you for your time today. And thank you to you, the listener, for listening to another episode of People Digital Marketing. And if you have the time, please rate us on Apple Podcasts and have a good day. Before you go, let me tell you about our next guest coming out in episode 88 of the podcast. That guest being Harry Morton and Harry Morton is the founder and CEO of Lower Street, a podcast production agency specializing in creating shows for agencies, startups and enterprise clients. Having a podcast is difficult and I have had a podcast for over two years now and let me tell you, it definitely helps to have the right scaffolding and guardrails set in place so you know what are the actual best practices to follow, how to actually leverage a podcast to grow your brand, and to deliver revenue to your business. Harry is definitely the expert in all of these things and more. And in our next episode, we get very meta talking about how to grow and set up a podcast within this podcast. So if you've liked this episode with Asara Masadi and you haven't done so already, Please subscribe so that way you get updates on when the next episode, episode 88 with Harry Morton, comes out. And as always, thanks for listening. Hey, thanks again for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to submit a rating and leave a review on your podcasting app. Reviews like this help to grow this podcast and get it to more people like yourself, people who want to grow in their marketing careers. If you want to say hello, you can find me on any social media platform by simply searching Kenny Soto. I look forward to hearing from you soon, and as always, let's keep growing together.